today's Leading Women episode 322 with the wonderful Catherine Pickett. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Catherine Pickett. Catherine Pickett is the owner of POP Editorial Services, LLC, and the author of Perfect Bound, How to Navigate the Book Publishing Process Like a Pro, that can be purchased from HappenPublishing.com. Since 1999, she has edited more than 300 books in a wide range of topics and genres. She is an active member of the Editorial Freelancers Association and the St. Louis Publishers Association, and is the president of the Montgomery. Montgomery County Chapter of the Maryland Writers Association. So, women of the world, Miss Catherine Pickett, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Catherine, I really like what you're doing with your business. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind a niche? Sure. Um, Pop Editorial Services was founded in 2006 after I had worked in-house for a couple of different publishing companies um, for seven years. Um, I offer copy editing, proofreading, and developmental editing to both fiction and nonfiction writers. Um, I work with individuals as well as publishing houses across the country. Um, it's been a fantastic adventure. Um, you know, I just had my eight year anniversary and getting into the business was, was easy uh, because I, I laid the foundation with contacts, um, before going out on my own. Well, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came into existence. And I'm sure our listeners were curious to hear that one as well. But what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start this business and made you say, this is my business? The, um, the publishing industry has changed quite a bit and changed even just in the seven years that I was working in-house. 
Um, and there became uh, less of an emphasis on the control, uh, I'm sorry, of the quality of the product. And it became much more about budgets and deadlines. And when that happened, I realized that if I went out on my own, I could control the quality of my work. I was free to spend as much time as needed to make the highest quality book. And that was the biggest prompt for me to go out and, and do it myself. All right, so that, that that's really um, nice to hear that one because the, the, you know nowadays I'm sure there are a lot of uh, in this industry, but of course if you strive for to provide that best quality, that excellent uh, uh, product or services to our customers, that's what sets us apart. So great that you shared that one with us. Now your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? So, well, as far as a vision goes, I, I think that um, being an expert in my field and sharing my knowledge with other authors and, um, and writers has been a big push for me. Uh, that's been the basis for my editing services, as well as my book, Perfect Bound, as well as workshops that I offer. It's all about helping authors to create a high-quality book and to do whatever I can to help them uh, put their best foot forward. All right, so helping authors um, write their best book or um get that book out there in you know, the best book that they can be get out there. And yes, this is really a great, um, uh, a compelling vision you know, that inspires you to, to continue providing the services, uh, especially for writers, especially for authors. So the takeaway here for our listeners is to for you to create that vision, just like what Catherine just shared with us, you know, create a vision that inspires you on a daily basis. You know, this vision is going to, you motivate or encourage you to move forward as you work on your business, as you work on the passion that you have. So it starts with a vision and this vision is going to evolve with you as you grow and as your business grow. The most important thing is to have something to start with. So start with that vision, write it down, and then iterate afterwards. All right, now let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? For me, a big push was that I am easily motivated. I am able to find the drive from a variety of sources. So I'm deadline driven. That's an important motivator in my particular field. My clients all expect to maintain a schedule of publication. And so having that, um, that drive and knowing my deadlines that keeps me focused and keeps me working. I also have high expectations for myself. So I'm sure that I'm always providing the highest quality work and editing that I can. I think those two things in particular are, have been um, the most important um, 
being motivated and staying motivated to work. I work out of my house. And so there, for a lot of people, it's easy to get distracted from what you're doing, but staying motivated has, has been absolutely key. All right, so that's self-motivated, drive for excellence, and of course, your ability to focus while working uh, at home, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners uh, work at home as well, or solopreneurs working at home, and it's really, yeah, there's a lot of distractions, but it's really important to motivate yourself and have that discipline and have the ability to focus. So great personal traits and qualities that you have shared, just being self-motivated, having that drive for excellence, I mean, providing the best quality of service or, or products that you are putting out there. And of course, ability to focus, especially if you are working at home where there's a lot of distractions. All right, great traits there that we can all take action on today. And the good news is we can all cultivate these uh, traits or these qualities that Catherine just shared with us. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as an entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? I think um, one big barrier for me was staying connected. Because I work from home, it's easy to become disconnected from the rest of the editing and writing community. Uh, there's a lot of isolation. And so I've worked hard to stay connected and stay involved. Uh, for me, that meant joining the appropriate organizations. As you mentioned, I'm part of the St. Louis Publishers Association, the Maryland Writers Associ Association, and the Editorial Freelancers Association. And they all have online, um, online resources and then also in-person resources that have been terrific for keeping up both my professional side with education as well as the social side of being able to mingle with other writers and editors um, to keep myself well-rounded instead of just sitting in isolation. Yes, I can totally relate with you with that one. And I'm sure for our listeners who are solopreneurs or who are in business, who are doing their business at home, you know, it's sometimes... I feel this way, like I feel like, wow, I'm, I'm not surrounded with people that are moving in the same direction as me. I'm not surrounded with entrepreneurs just like me. So sometimes it's, you feel like isolated. And for example, with you, Catherine, you, you know, you're not, you're isolated from the rest of the publishing world or the writing world. And it's really important to, like, just like what you said, to Stay connected with them through the organizations, through associations, through community, network communities that are in the same uh, um, industry as you. So, for example, with you, you are, you're part of this Writers Association. And for our listeners out there, I'm... You know, there are a lot of networking communities, social communities in your 
specific industry uh, that you can join to keep you, uh, you know, you, you know, connected to the people that are doing the same thing as you or that are in the same uh, industry as you. So you don't feel isolated. You don't feel like you are alone in this journey. So it's really important to find those um, communities, find those support networks, find those associations in your nature that you can stay connected. And not only that for social uh, part of it, but you can also learn and support each other in that way. So this challenges that um, Catherine just shared with us, you know, the good thing is that when we're sharing with each other, we're able to support each other. So let's learn from what Catherine just shared with us. All right, Catherine, I'd love for you to well, well, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, I have to admit that it's always a struggle, but I, I work at it very hard. For my family, I have set up so that I am not working from 4 p.m. till 8 p.m. That's when my daughter is home from daycare and before she goes to bed. And I do not check email, and I rarely take phone calls during that time because I want to be present with her and with my husband when I can be. Uh, that has been huge. Being able to close my office door is big because when you work from home, you're always at work. Uh, so I close my office door and really make a, a decided distinction between my work and my home life. Uh, outside of that as far as being social, as I mentioned, there the organizations, but also making time each month for a book group meeting with my friends. Um, sometimes having a, a dinner party or um, or other uh, events with those ladies has been wonderful. Um, I have a toddler, and so uh, it's important for me to get out and um, have that adult time. Uh, and that's been wonderful. Uh, my husband is in, was involved in the production of the book. So in the evenings when I had to work on the book, we were working together. And that made a big difference. Uh, it, it allowed us to, to be collaborating while also being productive. Wow, I love that you have shared this because uh, this is an area that I'm sure a lot of uh, our listeners struggle with. I mean, I am challenged with it on a daily basis as well. But yes, it's really important to separate those um, times, the work time, your, your business time, the time that you work on your business and your family time. So carve out that time to spend with your family. So for example, with Catherine, she carves out that between 4 and 8 p.m. It's going to be family time. The office is going to be closed. There are no going to be no work during those times. So she can focus on her family and it's really important to have that space in your house for example that separates your workspace and your family space so that you know when you are in your workspace your brain you are in that mode you are in the working mode but as soon as you get out of it you switch into a family mode that's the one thing that I found useful for me as well and 
of course, to attend social events both within and outside your industry because it's really important to stay connected and have the, and also enjoy the, the other part of you, your life, which is the social part of yourself, to really be out there and connect with people and have some fun because I truly believe that we are building this business to have some fun as well. So we really have to incorporate that in our day-to-day uh, lives to inject that joy, to have to bring that joy in whatever that we do because that's really important to as they say, to enjoy the journey, uh, enjoy the process of getting to where you want to go. So great tips there. All right. Thank you for sharing those. That was, that was really helpful. But let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Well, there definitely is the financial side. Early on, it was paying all of my bills from my editing work and not having to borrow from savings accounts or anything along those lines. So it was a very practical definition of success. And when I was able to meet that, that was very rewarding. Now it's a little bit uh, broader, you know, having a full schedule, having an editing calendar that's booked out a couple of months and choosing my clients and working only with those authors who I feel connected with or feel like I can really support their book in the best possible way. That makes the editing process so much more rewarding. Uh, Other than that, the endorsements and positive feedback I get from my clients is a mark to me of my success as an editor, that I am doing what I am supposed to be doing. I am performing a job where I thrive. This is really my calling. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I know that because I am able to do a great job at it and enjoy it at the same time. Wow, I love your perspective on this about success is doing this, the thing that makes you thrive or and or having the freedom to choose the type of client that you want to work with. And that's the, the benefit of being in business on your own because you can choose who you want to work with. You can choose the kind of work that make you thrive. You can choose the kind of work that you want or that you enjoy. And that's the beauty of having your own business, the freedom that it gives you. Of course, we have the financial metrics that we want to achieve as a business owner because we need to be profitable to stay in business. But at the end of the day, I truly believe also that what is most fulfilling or gratifying are the intangible benefits of being in a business. So great perspective on that. Now, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. 
what types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? My first tip would be to do what you can to build a clientele before jumping into the the new adventure. If you are already employed or if you're not employed, to go out and get involved and um, and build contacts before you actually set up your website and set up your whole business and, and do the financial investment. Make sure that you are um, aware of what your prospects really are. Uh, when you have that, you, you can be more confident stepping out. I think having a savings account is very important also. Um, or that if you are uh, working on a smaller scale, you know, a small, small business, what maybe that is it called a micro business, you know, you might be drawing on your own savings account um, rather than on a loan that you've received from the bank. And so you want to be sure that you have the money, the financial security to make the investment into the, the company that you want to build. Um, so, so have your finances set, whether that's a personal savings account or a business loan. You just need to be sure that you are comfortable making an investment in a new company. And the last tip would be to be sure you have the support of your family. Um, if you're married, you need the support of your husband. If you're not married, um, then a supportive network because it is a lot of work. You will be spending a lot of time away from your family, um, building the business and getting it off the ground. And if you're dealing with someone or living with someone who, you know, would consider you a workaholic because you are so dedicated to your business, that is not going to help you. You need to have the support of someone who's saying, go for it, you can do it, and keep your head up even during those low moments. Wow, great tips there that you've just shared with us. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to do what you can to build your clientele before you even set up your business. It's really important to build that community, build that clientele, build that customer base so that you know who you are go going into business with, who are you going to be serving with. And uh, the second one is to have that financial cushion. And uh, this is really huge uh, for me as well. So for our listeners out there, um, for example, if you, if you are still working your day job, that is okay. Work your business, build your business on the side while having, while still having that security because there are expenses incurred in building a business and that would help you uh, in that, in that, um, that uh, part of your business. So have that financial cushion. If you are jumping into business right away, have that financial cushion that you know you're going to have something to tap into. And then the third one is to have a, be sure to have that support system um, around you, whether that be your family, whether it be your network of friends that are supportive of you. It's really important to surround yourself with supportive people that would not only support you, but would help you as you go through this, um, this journey that you want to go through. So it's really important to have this in mind. And uh, really great tips that we can all take action on today, actually. So 
Thank you for sharing those tips that all of us can uh, benefit from. So, all right, now let's uh, talk about one of your favorite business resource or, or app or tool that you use in your business that you can share our listeners with. There's a, a new resource I've, I've been using that I did not expect to be such a great resource, and that is Facebook groups. There's a Facebook group for just about anything and, and multiple groups. Um, for me, I have joined writers groups and editors groups, and they are an, an a, amazing insight into the industry. With the editors groups, I'm able to ask questions about my work if I come across a problem that I haven't dealt with before, or if it's something, just an important question that I need to ask, I can call on those people and ask for their expertise and get their feedback to find out how they might handle a situation. And with the writers groups, for me, that's my um, my audience, my target market. And so I am able to interact with those people in a meaningful way, um, answering questions for them, asking questions, providing other resources as far as articles and, and the like. And it, it's been surprisingly fulfilling to really get involved with these groups. I had underestimated them, but they really have changed the way I, I do my business. Yes, I mean, really helpful to, to tap into the power of uh, groups, especially in your industry. So for example, with Catherine, Facebook groups for writers, for authors. So whatever your industry you are in, find those groups on Facebook because they are really helpful, not only for you to network with each other, to help each other, but they're more, more often, there, there's, there's where you're going to find the customer base that you want to target. So it's really important to be active on those groups. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? Sure. Uh, there are a couple that I'd like to mention. One is called Amplify Your Career and Life by Peter Diamond. It's a book that I did the developmental editing on, and it really was a fantastic book. It has just published uh, in the last month, and it covers so much material, so much that you need to know to become centered um, and to, to move forward in your job. It's directed at people who are in their middle career, maybe 35 to 55, and aren't sure what they want to do anymore. They may have found themselves in a job that they no longer find fulfilling. And Peter takes you through all of the questions you need to be asking yourself to help you find the, the right direction to go when you do make a change in your career and how to make sure that you're aligning your career with your life and your personality, which is so key to happiness in our jobs. Uh, another book I'd love to mention is my book, Perfect Bound, How to Navigate the Book Publishing Process Like a Pro. That's for new writers who are interested in publishing a book um, and having it commercially successful. It helps you to avoid 
the common mistakes that new authors make that that cost money and and time. Um, it's an an important uh, lesson. There there are many important lessons in the book as far as how you can publish your book to be the most successful it can be. All right, so let's amplify your career and life by Peter Diamond and, of course, Catherine's book, The Perfect Bound, and especially for our listeners out there who are writers, who are authors, and you want first-hand information on how to publish your book, your, how to publish that quality book out there. I highly recommend that you check her book, Perfect Bound. And is this available on Amazon or is it from your website alone? It's on Amazon. On It's also on the website, uh, hoponpublishing.com. You can find it. Um, it's an ebook and print. You can find it for Nook. Just about any format you'd like, you can get it. All right. So that's in Amazon or on her website, hoponpublishing.com. So for our writers and authors out there, our listeners, I highly encourage you to go pick up this book and learn from what uh, Catherine shared on the on that book. So that's Perfect Bound by Catherine Pickett, and you can get them on Amazon or through her website, hoponpublishing.com. Now, Catherine, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero or superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. For me, when I think of a hero, I think of a role model and who I might want to be in the future. So who I would want to model my career after. And for that, I think of Jane Friedman, who is the former publisher of Writer's Digest Press. And she has a new magazine um, online called Scratch. It's, uh, uh, I believe the subtitle or the tagline is the intersection of writing and money. So where you, um, how do you make a profit and how are you profitable as a writer and successful in a writing career? She is uh, just a very dynamic woman. She gives fantastic presentations. She does what I would like to do, which is give freely of herself and her knowledge to help writers to make it in the industry. Wow, she's certainly a role model and inspiration out there, not only for writers or for authors or for publishers, but for all of us. So I'm definitely going to check her out as well. And last but not least, Catherine, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that they can connect with you. And then we'll end from there. Um, for my editing services, I like to think that um, what the authors get most from me is that I keep you from embarrassing yourself. I help you put your best book forward and help you to say what you mean to say and, and get your book in the hands of readers. Because that's really our goal is to get our message or our story out there. And that's what I do. I help authors to do that. Uh, my book is um, Perfect Bound, and it is 
intended to save authors time and money by helping them to avoid common and costly mistakes. Um, This book is, I've been told it's inspiring and it's encouraging and it's down to earth. Um, And those are all things that I like to put forward and and use to help my authors to to really be successful in publishing. Um, You can find out more about my editing services at popediting.net, that's P-O-P-E-D-I-T-I-N-G.net, and you can find out more about Perfect Bound at hoponpublishing.com. All right, so that's popediting.net and hoponpublishing.com. So for our listeners out there, especially if you are writer or author or publisher, I highly encourage you to go there. Check on all the products and services that Catherine is putting out there. At least be be on her newsletter. Uh, Sign up for her newsletter so that you can be updated on what she's putting out there. Again, that link is popediting.net. And to pick up her book, Perfect Bound on HopOnPublishing.com. Again, those links are popediting.net and HopOnPublishing.com. Catherine, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two, click the rate and review button. Step number three, say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW Fan of the Day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Oh, 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 oh,